0: Hey, what's up everybody? Um, we're here again. Another podcast. You're like, man, the consistency. Man, this dude is killing it right now. And ones and twos are like, My God, what is it? <laughs> he must be really locked in. He must be really bored. He must get he must be really tired of being in the house. Nah, man, content. Hashtag t- hashtag content. Um, before we get started, I'd like to g- give our little story, man. I remember a time. I remember a time. And um I'm not used to, uh, I was, I just did a podcast, the black guy who tips and, um, shout out to Rod and Karen. And, um, he's, they said something they were like, yeah, man, you know, you're funny and you're smart. And, um, growing up, I had a, uh, insecurity about myself because I used to get called stupid a lot. And, um, and then as I got older, I always felt people were smarter than me, you know? And, um that was like my thing. So, um, as I worked with people, I always felt like those people took advantage of me because I wasn't smart. Um, and you don't know—I I bring that up because you don't know about you don't know how words can affect a person. Um, as a small child, you don't know how words can affect you. Um, growing up, um, I was in a, a lot of bad business relationships, and I was in some pretty sour. Um, relationships, all because I felt like this person was smarter than me, or um, I didn't feel inadequate enough. I wasn't um, equal to them, or if not better. Um, this year has shown me a lot, um, not just dealing with people in general, but a lot about myself. Um, not only am I I'm, um, I'm I'm kind, not only am I good looking, but I is smart and um sometimes you just need to hear that sometimes you need that you need that reminder and um i fight with that all the time i fight with that word i would, like i said i was a small child um being called stupid you know um and being called dumb or you stupid mother you know this you know the word stupid so even like when i hear it now growing up um as an a full adult um i still cringe a little bit and and then when people try to treat me like I'm dumb or I'm stupid, you know, I allow it to happen because that's what I did as a child. Not so much anymore. Um, like I said, this year, um, last year, especially in the year before that, uh, really put some things in perspective. And, um, you know, you can fool some of the people all of the time, but you can't keep on fooling me. Man, I had a, a, like a really deep Co opening just to ruin it with a George W. Bush quote. Okay.
1: The same one name. My name is Deja Brown, and you're listening to, you're listening to the Open Mic, mic. Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh.
0: Ones and twos. You know what to do. It's another exciting episode of Open Mic Radio Podcast, 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 Podcast. podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going on, Ones and twos? Do what you do. If you're late, I want you to put your hands on your knees podcast 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 guys if you hear this put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care say podcast 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 yeah man i'm feeling good this is like the sixth episode uh i've been recording them back to back got a good guest i got a nice guest for you all a wonderful guest she's new to comedy just met her really funny Miss Peggy Banks everybody Peggy Banks That is confused with like I don't know like Lloyd Banks but he's a man And that's weird to compare her to Lloyd Banks um, Because Lloyd Banks is like 6 foot tall She's like baby at best 5 foot 3 I don't know I'm not roasting her Um, I haven't had sweets in a long time I have a sweet tooth Thank you for asking Sweet tooth Sweet tooth I got me a sweet tooth, sweet tooth. I went to Cold Stone and a sweet tooth, sweet tooth. I can't drink Pepsi no more. A sweet tooth, no more Pepsi. I got a sweet tooth, a sweet tooth, a sweet tooth, a sweet tooth. I'm losing weight by the poundage, poundage, pound, poundage, a pound, pound, poundage, pound, poundage, a pound, pound, poundage, pound, poundage. Yeah, let's go ahead and phase this on out. Welcome everybody to another another exciting episode of my radio podcast. Thank y'all for coming through. You know how we do, man. I really appreciate y'all ones and twos for coming through and just you know just showing a little love, man. I know y'all are, are impressed with the consistency of the the droppings of this podcast. So real quick, I want y'all to give me a round of applause for showing up this evening. All right, this give me a round of applause. Thank you. You guys are all you guys are all and gals are all too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, I haven't had too much going on in my life, honestly. I've just been working out, working from home, um, washing my hands. Hey, question for y'all Are y'all sanitizing your hand sanitizer? Mm Did I confuse you? I said, Are you sanitizing your hand sanitizer? I'll give you some time to think uh where are we at I need my thinking music I need boom are you sanitizing the sanitation station are you wiping down your hand sanitizer after you sanitize your hands are you sanitizing things that you that's used to be sanitized is what I'm asking you How's that toilet paper running, running for y'all? How y- are y'all getting name-brand toilet paper? Are y'all still getting that fiber below toilet paper because they won't release the good stuff like Charmin? Who's still using the, Who's buying all the flushable wipes? When did y'all start using flushable wipes? And when did they start having generic versions of flushable wipes? I have so many questions. That's what I'm going through. I have so many questions. What um, will AT&T cut my bill off, cut my, my phone off because I haven't paid it in the last couple of months taking advantage of this? Um, pandemic They said they weren't going to cut it off I'm going to the limit. I'm gonna push that to the limit I'm going to push that to the limit I'm going to push That theory Yeah the bill's going up But I'm also paying all my credit cards off So I think it's a good trade off Am I going to be the responsible one And not go after those fire red joys? Am I going to sit there uh, May 2nd and let those fire red Jordans just, you just go to w or am I going to wake up early in the morning and put my bed on the sneakers app to get them fire red Jordans? Hopefully, by the time this airs, I have them, and I'll be bragging about how I got those fire red Jordans. Are y'all getting any poom poom? Um, is anybody out there risking it at all for some of that poom poom or some of that quarantine D-I-C-K? Are you out here? Are you sanitizing your sexual or- organs? Your vaginas and your painting Who's out here risking it at all, Raw Dog in the air for sex. Just ask him. I'm, I don't. I don't. You can get a this. Just asking, thinking, just asking questions. You know, what are you doing in this pandemic? Are y'all still out here buying shoes like I am <laughs> during this pandemic? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, look. I ain't got nothing. To... I... <laughs> hey, look. So uh, we're going to take a small break when we come back. Actually, we're not going to take a small break. When we come back, I'm bringing bring my girl Peggy on. So uh, we'll be right back. i going to about Radio Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Greg Stevens, a.k.a. Black Mayonnaise. You're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Yeah. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another side of the episode of Radio, Open Mic Radio Podcast. I know, I know, right? I asked some really thought-provoking questions, and I want y'all to really think about that. I want y'all to really put that, um, put those, those questions I had for you. Um, I want y'all to write those down and, and think about that. Are you sanitizing your hand sanitizer? Thought-provoking. That's what happens when you're in the house all the time. Anyway, I have today's guest on the show. Like I said before, she's um, new to comedy. Um, Bumped into her a couple of times. Real funny. I think she's all right. I ain't ain't here to, you know, put nobody down. I'm just here to bring everybody up. I want you to start clapping right now for Miss Peggy Banks, everybody. Hey, Peggy.
1: Hey, what's going
0: on? How's it going? I'm just out here just giving you a round of applause via the um, soundboard.
1: Thank you so much, man. (laughs) I'm so glad to be on here. It's been a while.
0: Been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It really it's,
1: has.
0: Yeah, you know. Um, a question for you. Uh I'm I thought I'd ask everybody I bring one from here on out. Are you sanitizing your hand sanitizer?
1: Have I been using hand sanitizer? No. Yes.
0: Uh, no, no, I know I know you've been using it, but are you sanitizing the hand sanitizer? T- Saniti why would I sanitize the
1: hand sanitizer?
0: So you're gonna put what? you you're gonna put your pandemic hands on the bottle to sanitize it, right? But you're not going to wipe down the bottle with sanitizer.
1: Oh wow! I mean, but think about it. After you click down on it, I feel as though that even I don't think the bottle's that dirty though, because I do like more than one pump. You feel me? I do like two or three pumps. Mm-hmm. So I'll pump a couple times, and then I'll rub, I'll rub my hands together, and I'll pump again. So that's that's kind of sanitizing.
0: Yeah, that's your kind hands. Of sanitizing hands. But what about the? But what about the bottle? Are Just you the sanit- entire bottle? Are you sanitized?
1: But you know, what's, you know what's crazy? It's mm. because we have one of those huge bottles. Like, those, like, bottles that you see, kind of, you get from, like, costco size bottles. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't have a lot of people touching a bottle. It's more so, if anything, the pump. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good idea, though. Maybe we do need to go down there and sanitize the pump, because mm-hmm. a lot of people do come in and touch the pump yeah. the uh, you bottle. To,
0: you need to sanitize the hand sanitizer.
1: <laughs>
0: no, that's not a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. I'm, I'm putting you on some game right now. I I, I I thought about it. I went to Lowe's. I went to Lowe's and they had a sanitation station, right? And I just walked past because uh-huh. I had I had my gloves. I don't no, not using the community hand sanitizer. I don't know what, I don't know where right. the hands been at. So you know, I got my gloves right. and I wouldn't picked up my my little home home decor items. And I moseyed on out of there and I went to my car and I grabbed my hand sanitizer and it dawned on me. That uh-huh. I might want to sanitize the hand sanitizer.
1: Because you touched it with your gloves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cross contamination. Boom. That's a lot of people been talking about that. That's big cross contamination. I, I understand where you're coming from with that
0: one. Yeah. So now I that, completely understand. You, you know, it's like it's like a it's like a gang bank. You know, if, if everybody's not wearing a rubber, what's going on? <laughs> is it's a lot of transfusion of the fluids and boom.
1: <laughs> the fluids, the yeah. fluids going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, For real though. Yeah. You gotta be safe around these times <laughs> with everything that's going
0: on. You got to. <laughs> I don't trust people. Got to. So 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 Hello. so we, we out here. I I I did ask a thought provoking question. Um, so Peggy, uh, real quick, uh, let people know who don't know nothing about you. Who are you, and what are you?
1: Wow, who are who am I? And what i am? <laughs> Hi guys. Um, <laughs> my name is Peggy. Um, Peggy Banks. I am a stand up comedian from DMV area up and coming, um, young recent graduate from the Morgan State University. Morgan um, State. I have my degree. <laughs> I have my degree in health education with a concentration of promotion. So basically everything that you see what's going on right now with the pandemic and with health is everything that I just finished studying and getting my degree in. Um, what else do I do? Yeah, I do, I do comedy in my, in my spare time, but recently haven't really been doing any comedy because everybody's in quarantine. Um, what else? Uh I think that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so 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 what so here we go. Here we go with the Haraldo questions. Not 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 Fox News Haraldo, the other Haraldo, the one that I used to like with the big mustache. He had he had dark hair. Not this <laughs> not this Haraldo.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so what got you into comedy? Oh, okay. So
1: what really got me into comedy? Um, so basically when I graduated from college not too long ago, I, I always had something told me like I had a voice for speaking, for public speaking and things like that. Uh-huh. But Something told me, like, Peggy, you're going to tell your your story through, like, jokes. And I was like, you know what, God, I don't really want to, you know, my mom is paying all this money for school. If I tell my mom I'm trying to be a clown right now, she's not going to like it. (laughs) So, mind you, my family's from Liberia, West Africa, so my African mom, me telling her that I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, she was like, oh, oh, no, that's not going to happen, especially if you're paying all that money for school. So I was like, you know what, if I step out on faith and I really – like do this then I have to like kind of stick with it and something just told me like go for it Peggy and that's kind of how I got into comedy mm-hmm. and ever since then like ever since I hit the stage my first time I knew it was something that I was going to be doing for the rest of my life so okay. that's kind of how I got here mm-hmm.
0: okay okay all right so um um I, I uh you don't have to answer this if you don't want to answer this right I'm gonna ask you how
1: um how Ooh. long
0: have you been doing comedy roughly
1: Oh, no, I can answer this question. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I started comedy, my comedy journey, back in November 2019. I want to say it was November 16th. Mm -hmm. was the first time I got on stage. I didn't really know anything about comedy um, at all. Like, I kind of prepared a three-minute stand-up, kind of, sort of, and just went with it. Mm -hmm. And then from there, after that, that's when I actually started going out to clubs all the time and trying to get on and things like that. So it's been, what, November, December... Mm-hmm.
0: January, February, March, April. So it's been about five, six months now. Okay. About to be May. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you, um, what is some of the Geraldo-type questions? That Fox News Geraldo, because he's crazy. I'm talking about the original Geraldo that used to be on network TV. He had a big mustache, dark hair. Um what are some of the let's see Question. where i'm gonna go to next mm-hmm. so so what are some of the things that you learned thus far because we're talking this is a real short time this is like november and here we are and um you gotta, yeah. t- you gotta take away mark you got take away april and march because everybody's been locked down so you're looking at maybe right uh february january december and right then now you're in november so you're, you're a few months in what um what did you what have you learned thus far um in in the short time you've been doing comedy
1: you know what? You know what's funny is because what I've learned thus far is that comedy, like, if you really want to do comedy or you really want to do stand up, you can't stop. But with this, and I, I feel for all my new comics, and you know, like Mike, you know me, and a couple other new people that we all kind of like talk and we we hang out and things like that. We, I feel for us because we just getting we just getting started, and with stand up, you actually have to get on stage and work and work it out. You know, it's it's cool standing in front of your mirror and practicing your jokes and trying it with your family. But one thing that I've learned is that you can't stop. But with what's happening right now and with clubs closing and with stuff not opening up and we don't, we're not even sure when stuff is going to open back up. It's hard for us new comics to to even get our chance to get these jokes off because i don't know what's like I, sometimes i sit in my room and I'm like, i don't know if this is funny or not anymore it's like i don't even know if i did you know usually i can write a joke during the week and come back on a tuesday night and try it out and see okay that works or that doesn't mm-hmm. but what i've learned is by being in the house is i'm just gonna continue to write because i never know which one of these jokes is gonna be gold you know what i'm saying and which one of these jokes is gonna work one day for me so I've just learned to be patient and just keep writing and to don't, don't stop at all.
0: Okay. Okay. What have you been doing? Uh, I'm going to shift gears real quick. I'm going to, uh, hold yeah. on, I gotta, hold on. Hold on. I, I got to, cause I have a sound effect for that. I'm going to, um, I'm going to shift gears real quick. Oh. That was the wrong goddamn sound effect. This one is the one I'm like, <laughs> there we go. Uh, we're going to shift gears real quick. All what, right. what have you been doing with your time in the pandemic? Um, uh, I've, I've have you been making um good use, good use of your um, good use, yeah good use of your coronavirus <laughs> time in the home
1: man i feel like i have low-key like at first i thought that when i was feeling real sad because i was like man i, I like i really want to be out there on stage doing something but i feel like like this time is for me to just plan and prepare so like I said I've been writing I'm still writing jokes I'm still you know just kind of like formulating them together trying to practice them I've been doing I tried the Instagram live thing a couple times it's not really my personal thing I don't I don't really like it like that but I try to get on Instagram live a couple times but on a on a side completely different side I've been working out like I work out every day now I make sure that my health is in order like things like that and also I thought I kind of And that's for cooking now Like I love to cook Like I cook a lot I cook all my food Man my best My dish is mac and cheese. I don't care what nobody say. I make the best mac and cheese. Carbs, carbs. You can go and tell your mama, tell your grandmother, <laughs> tell carbs. your auntie, all y'all. Y'all can all see me with the mac and cheese. I make a bomb mac and cheese. All I, heard I mastered carbs. It. I just heard carbs,
0: carbs, 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 carbs. carbs. <laughs> it is a lot of carbs, <laughs> carbs
1: but cheese, at least carbs. I'm getting a chance to eat them and work them back out. <laughs> carbs, you know what carbs,
0: cheese, carbs, carbs, cheese, cheese. Cheese fat. and
1: carbs. <laughs>
0: empty, but empty carbs. Are, it's
1: good, though. I'm going to definitely make you guys, my Broken Mike family, a big old tray of mac and cheese. It's I, I've mastered it now. Okay. Like, I've been cooking all types of different stuff. So um, i really enjoy doing that. And I've just been spending time with my family, like, actually talking to them. Like, you know, usually when you're working, you're in and out the door, you know, like, it's, it's like fast-paced life. But now everybody kind of slowed down. So I'm talking to my sisters and I'm writing, I'm looking at their lives and, writing jokes and really looking at the, in, the inside of their lives and kind of writing that down and things like that and looking at my mom and things like that. So I'm really like paying more attention to my surroundings and mm-hmm. I think we am having a good time, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm beyond um, mm-hmm. the you All the listeners that listen to this podcast, they already know. And you when know, people ask me like, Hey, have you, I like, I absolutely do not miss doing stand up. I absolutely do not miss, the uh daily grind. I absolutely do not. You
1: don't?
0: <laughs> I don't miss n- you don't? I don't I don't miss telling the joke. I don't miss I don't I don't miss any like I miss like I miss yeah you, know, you know I guess you can I don't want to sound too like harsh like I don't miss none of y'all niggas. No, it's not that I just the uh the amount of time that I've been with my family just hanging out and just you know
1: yeah. just like not yeah. having to
0: like go into the office and then like not having because like normally let's just say let's say it's uh Tuesday um, talk to me Tuesday, right? So I'm leaving my house at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, right? And then from yeah. there, I'm doing an 8-hour work day. And because I live in Virginia and and, that, and 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 my job is in D.C., I don't go home. I go right. straight to Shenanigans. So, you know, I'm getting off around 4 or 5. I'm at Shenanigans. Right, so right. from 5 right. to like 7, you know, I'm just waiting around. Mm-hmm. To, and then we're setting up. And then we're doing like a 3-hour show. So you, t- you take all that total time. I don't get home till, like midnight, one o'clock.
1: Yeah, because you live in VA, yeah. and you know what's what's crazy. I, I I I can understand exactly how you feel because I'm finally getting a chance to spend time. Like I was saying, I'm spending time with my family and my sisters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because like even though and it's 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 a little bit different for me because I just started comedy, yeah. so I feel like you've kind of seen the ups and downs. You've been through it. You've been through it. You know, I I was just getting my feet wet. Literally, I was thinking about that other. I was literally just getting getting my getting a grip on the way in which I tell my jokes. The way in which I tell my stories. Like my last the last show I did was I want to say it was the um, it was charities um. It was Charities Joint. It was at the Wonderland Ballroom, yes. And that was a really good set for me. Mm-hmm. It was a really good set for me. I'm coming off of, of a comedy high. You know how it is when you get that big house laugh. Yeah. That's what I was coming off of. And to come right into a pandemic where I was planning on getting back on stage on that next Tuesday and I couldn't, I was kind of like, dang. But you know what? I feel like I'm using this opportunity to take all my all my jokes, everything i was in my head, all those jokes I was scared to try, mm-hmm. I had them like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, kind of shifting through them now i'm sifting through i'm taking out what's good taking out what's bad but keeping all that stuff so that's kind of what i've been using my time towards but i completely understand i've been spending a hell of time with my family and i really appreciate this time just kick the kicking it with them cooling it like yeah it's been it's been good
0: yeah because i mean even down to you know uh i was telling somebody this last night uh i was talking i was like you know everybody you know Everybody wants to get in, like you work out too. So, you know, everybody wants to get into shape. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some guys, be right. like, oh man, what a rock. He gets to, he can, he can look like that because he ain't got, all he has to do is wake up in the morning. He can hire a chef and he can do this and that and third, and he can work out two or three days a week. I mean, a day and bloop, Like make all these excuses, right? Uh, why didn't that work? You know, right. why you can't work out with this. With right. the, For me, and I'm a little bit older for me. Mm-hmm. Everything that people have said and used as an excuse, like all those excuses, are literally gone now. Yes. You know, like like, yes. You, like you know, you, you don't. Unless depending upon what your job is, you, you either either have a job, right, or you don't have a job. You're either right. essential or you're non-essential. And if you if you have a job and you're non-essential, then you're probably working from home. There's a good opportunity working right. from home, right? Unless you're not working. Right. So. Right. That takes away your commute. So what do you do? Yeah. So if you're working from home and, and let's just all just let's just stop faking for a minute. Let's all let's not pretend that we're working eight straight hours. Because you're not even exactly. working exactly. You're not even working eight straight hours at your at at, at your office. <laughs> exactly.
1: No, for, real. for so, real.
0: So you know, it's like yo, everything you literally can do whatever you said you want to do if you had the time to do it. Like you have the time. So like I've been working on right. my I've been working on my body, I've been working out. Uh I've been doing everything. Right. You know, like I've recorded, you know, I'm recording the podcast and like you're like the yeah. feel for six episode of a, and like wow. when you and we like when you release when this one comes out, you're probably like in the second week of May. I mean the second week of June. So that's how many like podcasts right. I've been like recording. So I, I like I tell right. I tell anybody, I was like, yo, you have no more excuses. If you're making excuses now, you just, you know, excuse my French, but you're like full of shit. You know you just did exactly. what you didn't want to do it, so you know.
1: exactly, and I think and I think when I first got home because uh, I mean of course we've had our conversations, but um due to covid, I did lose my um job, my main job and, um and it was a it was a little worse for me because um basically I was making really good money, you know what I'm saying I was making good enough money to support myself and save. And, you know, I still had plans on things I wanted to do um, for the rest of the year. But I just feel like everything happens. Forever. I was able to get my old job back, which is cool. So mm-hmm. now I'm low-key deemed essential because I have to leave out the house once in a while. But I'm doing it part-time. But what I will say is, like, it's things that I wanted to do and I was so hard on myself. I was like, I was like, Peggy, you know, like, I wanted to really, like, do more with my YouTube channel. And, like, really start creating more content. And little by little, I'm getting it done. But I don't want to be too hard on myself because, you know, we in the house and everybody's doing this and doing that. The one thing I did conquer is working out. I work out every day now. So now that I got that done, now I can start looking at, you know, another another thing or start writing this down or start, you know, doing other stuff. So i just still setting my goals and still moving along little by little so when this pandemic is over, I can just... Be full force, man. Like you're just like you're planning with your podcast with different weeks is the same thing with me. That's what I'm trying to do. Just trying to plan and set goals.
0: Okay. You you, like um. So you, you, I'm I'm switching. I'm switching gears again. Okay. I I just hit the sound effect button. I I I like my left. I like my little little (laughs) soundboard. When you listen to this sound, episode, you're like, yeah, you, you, you listen, you like, "Oh man, he, he does have sound effects." Yeah, I'm out here. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't
1: wait to hear. It. <laughs> you're you're
0: you're 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 a woman in comedy. You're you're a young lady. And first of all, um, before I get chewed out, I don't want to get when I want to get chewed out. What's your um, What's your sorority? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, when I was in
1: college, I joined a sorority. I joined Tall Beta Sigma, National Honorary Band Sorority, Incorporated. It's a band sorority. Um, I was in a marching band. So mm-hmm. I was always in performance, you know what I'm saying? Always mm-hmm. doing things like that. But our main focus is to support women who play instruments and who are in band. So that, that's the reason why I joined my sorority is to support women who do that. And the community, of course, community development and things like that. I
0: mm-hmm. I, I would hopefully not getting chewed out by any. Uh, I love all sororities. My least okay. favorite, if I had to pick one, it's not really. I don't have to pick one. But if you was like, who's your? If you put, if you you don't have to hold a gun to my hair, I'm like, yo, I'm not really an AKA fan. They cool. Oh,
1: okay, okay. They cool. Okay. Uh,
0: I had my heart broken by a couple of AKAs, and ever since then, that that that's my that's oh, my, my that's my brutal <laughs> that's my brutal backstory. Oh. Um, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I have
1: friends. <laughs> that's crazy. I have some friends who are um, AKA. They're all cool as well. Like they just are really on their community service and scholarship and things like that. And those are D9 sororities. My sorority is like it was founded at a white school, so it was completely different. But it's really big in the black community because of marching bands mm-hmm. and what marching bands are uh, at HBCUs. So um, yeah, but I'm I'm cool with them or whatever. But listen, you might get chewed out by them.
0: AKs they don't play though. I ain't worried about. Hey look, I ain't about. them. They 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 struggling <laughs> because the the nail salons are closed, and that's where they all be hanging out. Yeah, bloop bloop. bloop. I don't know. <laughs> that's
1: funny.
0: I look because I, 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 I like I like, love, like love. I love AKA's like 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 i said they're my they're my brutal backstory but my favorites are uh the deltas and and i like the deltas only because i was a rockefeller fan and um (laughs) and they thought the the dynasty song and um and and, and, a lot of them are like real cool and down to earth too um yeah so um and then and like Mm y'all the y'all the blue cow y'all the blue sorority right like y'all wear blue and white (laughs)
1: we do wear blue and white but i think the one that you could be thinking about is data five beta and they also wear the same colors.
0: yeah, yeah. you know
1: so we yeah. try to yeah yeah we try to uh you know they come two different organizations people do get us confused a lot once in a while and you know what's funny is i'm trying to and that's the one thing i wanted to work on i wanted to work on jokes where i can talk about my college days and talk about my sorority and things like that but sororities and HBCU life and fraternities it's a really touchy subject within the black community mm-hmm. but you know as a in, as a comic and uh, nothing's off limits you know so I should be able to talk about it so I'm trying to figure out how to talk about my sorority and you know just just the fun that we used to have and the things we used to do in a good positive light but also being brutally honest and from a funny perspective. So, um, hmm. that's one
0: thing I wanted to work on, but it takes time to write things like that. You oh. know? Yeah. I want so. to be a Q. Oh, I want to, to be a Q. I think I want to be a Q. I couldn't, I didn't want to be an alpha. Was it the outdated the, the al- the red and whites, right?
1: No, the alphas are
0: black and gold. No, no, no. Black what's and the, gold, what's yeah. the white? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the red and white?
1: Kappa. Yeah, kappa. I
0: couldn't be a kappa. They have waves. I don't do waves. I don't. I can't get waves in my they head. you don't do
1: waves. I can't wow.
0: get waves, and because of my, I don't have the texture in my head. don't have. To, I don't have the type of type of grade of hair to be a, a kappa. So I wanted to be. I wanted to be like the purple and gold, the the cues, because um, they were boots, and uh, I felt like yeah. They, they were, uh, yeah
1: with earth. Greek life man, it's all love you know what I'm saying they're all doing you know great things for the community and things like that so you know yeah. doesn't matter what you pick you know for anybody who's young and in school or in college or whatever this may be, you pick what's best for you do your research and then go from there. That's my advice for anybody who wants to do things like that. Okay, look at you.
0: Just a walking pants. Sure. Just a out here. Okay. Just a walking. I mean, where my sound? Of, where my soundboard? Gotta
1: be encouraging. <laughs> Gotta be encouraging. Where's my
0: soundboard? There it is. There's my hand clap. Look at you out here just hand encouraging. <laughs> like go pick whatever you, you want, through. unless you, you pick an aka and No and because in, my- Year, when, cause I have my heart broken about aka. She was, and she won't light skin. She won't light skin. <laughs> No, she was light skinned and and she and she and she, you know, she she just she hurt my heart, and it was at that moment that I I got sad and and then my heart broke. And I just never at that point ever forgave AKs again. Like, I don't I don't like it when they put those letters together all together. Um, it's
1: it's definitely some good ones out there, but what I will say, it's a lot of pressure on young people. To 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 do the things or to, to be a, cert, a part of a certain type of stereotype or things like that, and that's one of the reasons why I joined my sorority because it's completely different than any other sorority. It serves one purpose, which is the band. And I don't know if you ever watched Drumline before. We're featured in Drumline. Mm. We're um. We're, Nick we have some famous. Yeah, yeah. We have some famous people who are in my sorority. Sheila E. is Tau Beta Sigma. I don't know if you watched the uh, show called The Dancing Dolls. Um, coach well, B first, also first of all you shut signal. your
0: lips okay when you talk, to bring up the dancing and dolls you shut your what? lips peggy what i do I, I watch i watch dancing i gotta, watch dance and dolls i, have, okay, a, I okay. have a whole daughter okay well, okay, okay. People, oh, watch, does she does she like the show yeah she like the show she been doing it she okay does okay. she want to dance yeah okay and that's and, and so a lot of the people on that show and a
1: lot of well, a lot of the coaches and things like that um, and people who help out with the show are Tall, Bain, and Sigma. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm saying. So, like, behind the scenes, we are definitely making an impact on the youth today who wants to dance within the marching band or things like that. And, and when I was in college, I was a flag girl, and I, you know, danced and stuff like that. So let me know if your daughter wants some lessons. I got her. Okay. the bucket.
0: Okay. <laughs> because if you was an AKA, this interview would be over with right now because an AKA had hey, <laughs> once. It once broke my heart and um it was at that That's moment bloody. that I couldn't I, I couldn't date any more AKAs. Actually it was at one point where I didn't even eat the pink the pink starburst because David Pink what? represents the yeah. um, AKA um sorority. And um it was That's at that moment. Starburst. You yeah. But I got over it though. Eventually I got over, it, but it was just <laughs> but it was just it was just sad for me to be around a K. Sad
1: situation.
0: Yeah. All right, so Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um so you've been in this in this in this thing for a while what what is um i had to touch on this uh real quick i'm going to take you ain't gotta go nowhere i'm going to do Mm -hmm. a quick 23 second um sound bite be right back this is candace august a pretty funny that's the wrong sound bite because that one has the clicking (laughs) noise in it we'll just do this one
1: hello it's Dejo, and you're listening to the Open Mic Radio Show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just did a quick seven second. break. Yeah, so uh, uh-huh. I, I put I play with my daughter because my daughter, um, she's getting entertainment, and I always um, uh, I, I support her and everything that she does. So much so that, um, and and you might notice this, I'm very uh, fond of the female comedians in the in the comedy community. And um right. I get I I get some flack, and by some flack, I mean some and and rightly so. Some women mm-hmm. think I'm trying to hunch him. It's gonna be some hunching. Ooh. And it's only because like, you know, like man, why is this dude like hanging around and why is this guy like this? And oh blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 not knowing, I mean and you know, not knowing that um all of this is just one big ass setup. Because my daughter I know wants to do comedy one day, like she's told me. Right. And I want to be able to be supportive. Right. My goal is to make comedy um better for women. Um, um before I came in, if that makes sense. I, I've I've got the exact right. words, but basically I want I, what I came into, I want to be better for when she go when she goes into it. I'm laying the groundwork right. so that, you know, that's why Broken My Comedy started doing the ladies' night open mics and stuff like that which is now a thing right. we was the first ones who actually did a one out of our four week open mic we there was one week where it was just just for the ladies called the Give It up for the ladies show and 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 then once we started doing it it kind of started morphing to everybody else doing oh just one particular a ladies day. night yeah just just for the female mm-hmm. comedians and um i harken back uh this is gonna be a long ass rant have a seat, drink some water. Uh, I hearken back to, you know, (laughs) women complaining about uh, being mistreated, uh, you know, some some sexual abuse, um, dudes, um, you know, other male comedians um, trying to holler at them, not safe. Uh, um, Some women being attacked, going to, you know, going from the venues and stuff like that. And I try to be at Shenanigans or any any show that, that me and Brandon are running and charity, or in Orlando Gaston, we try to be cognizant of the ladies as much as possible, and, and safety first. And um, right. Have, so that's my goal. And and I, I'm glad I'm doing this on. I, I wanted to do it in the beginning of one of the podcasts. I'm doing. I'm glad I'm doing it with you right now. As far as yeah. Um, cause I've ha- I've had, I, and it was, it was cool. Cause it, we was already cool when this brought to my attention. It was like, yeah, man, you a cool dude. You know, you funny and da, da, da. I thought you was trying to fuck. and like, I'm not trying to do anything. <laughs> I don't want. Yeah.
1: Wanna... And, and you know, and, and that was one of the first conversations I had with you yeah. when I first met you. You remember I told you, I was like, I was so scared to do broken mic. Like I was going to do everybody else's open mic, but y'all, but you know, one day I was like, you know, let me come and do it. But when I first talked to you, whatever, my whole issue when I first got into comedy is I was meeting guys or other comedians, Mm -hmm. and I was asking for, like, advice, but they weren't giving me advice. They just wanted to really just have sex with me or, like, take me out on dates or date me or date me or something like that. I'm just like... I don't want that right now. Like I'm grinding. Just like you grinding and you going to every open mic around the city in D.C., mm. I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to get put on. I'm trying to, you know, really know where, what's the best place to go and try my jokes out and not try to hang out with you, you know, outside the club. But that was a really big issue for me. And I'm glad that you brought that up because just recently within, um, I'm not sure if you saw on Twitter, the DMV was trending. And um, up with COVID, uh, it was up there with COVID and up there with some other big things that were happening in the world. And the DMV was trending. And it was trending because somebody created a DMV rapist page. And I mean, when I got onto, and when I saw this page, you can go and need to check it out yourself. It's also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. When I saw this page, it's people on there I went to high school with, people's uncles and brothers and cousins. People are like, uh, women are coming out about these stories about men, who they came in contact with, who they who's, who's put their hands on them in some type of way or raped them or whatever the case may be. But, it, it, you know, it's crazy that things like this are still happening today. Like, yeah. I can even remember when I was back in college, just from my personal experience, it was a dude, and I'm not going to say what fraternity or what dude or whoever, but he tried to force himself on me. Yeah. And, it, you know, as a college freshman, when I was a kid, I'm just like, I, you know, I didn't know how to... Come out and tell anybody about the situation. I don't even think my mom knows about this, you know. And those are the type of things that, as women, like we're dealing with every day. And um, for you to just bring that up, and to be a woman comedian right now and to be new, it's really tough. It was really tough before I got to Broken Mike. I was having one of the worst—not one of the worst—but it was tough for me trying to even figure out where to go or who to talk to or who to who to try to get on get on stage or whatever my 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 advice to any new woman comedian is to when you when you find a place where you're comfortable with um getting on stage at definitely make comedy friends make comedy friends and make sure that you find some people who you you can trust you know i literally i made like, without mike without you knowing i made you my comedy dad and you was like okay sure like, <laughs> i had to, I, after i figured i could trust you That's where it came, because now I know, like, I can't just, sometimes I just can't be out there by myself trying to find these shows and things like that. Because these men out here, they're going to try to take advantage of you. They're going to say, okay, you want to get put on this show? You're going to have to do this or, hey, let's go on this date. Like, this one comedy dude, and he actually, he comes to Broken Mike once in a while. He tried to... Um, date me and I'm like hey yeah man we can be friends he's like I don't want to be friends I'm not interested in that I want to date I'm like dude I don't even know you You, it doesn't even start off with what happened to the friend stage like is that not a thing (laughs) the courting courting stage (laughs) right right what happened to being friends first he's like I don't want to be friends I want to date you he was very forceful and I was like you know what It's cool. You know, I just removed myself from that situation as well as he did. And, you know, it's kind of weird when I see him in clubs because he was at Wonderland Ballroom. But you know what? I went on stage and I did my thing. You know what I'm saying? So I still have to deal with the pressure of him just being around the room, knowing that he was trying to be with me at some point. You know, things like that. So I don't know if that, that helps anybody, but... Just know, like, when you find that good place, which is Broken Mike, Broken Mike will always be my family, my home, my first, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, you guys really help me grow and help me cultivate better. I just wish that I was able to keep going to Broken Mike until I couldn't know more, but we got the pandemic going on. But I know when things get back, hopefully we're back and things can get back popping. But yeah. yeah. I don't even know what the question was anymore. No, 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 that was, that's
0: that's kind of, uh, sort of like I was leaning to. I wanted to know, um, have you felt any of the pressures of being a, a, a yes. female comedian and especially being a black female comedian? Um,
1: Definitely. Being a black female comedian in the D.C. area is one of the hardest things. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the hardest things ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And another thing I see is a lot of younger, especially when it comes to young, a lot of younger D.C. comedians whether female or male, a lot of them are, like, using Instagram and, um, you know, just doing the video thing, you know, making the video, having those videos go viral. And that's, that's also very cool. But me, personally, I started off with just stand-up. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that the video thing is bad. I feel like that it's the perfect time. If you're a video, if you're a content creator right now, this is your time to shine because everybody is glued to their phones. But what I will say is, You can be a content creator and great on Instagram, but when you get that mic up in your hand, that three minutes is going to feel like tense if you don't have anything to say. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I'm so pressed on just making sure that my my stage presence is right, making sure that my, my, you know, when I'm getting on stage, I'm saying the right things. And these are the jokes I want to say. You know, I'm working on myself. I'm working on my jokes. Even outside of the club, I'm making sure that I'm being healthy. You know what I'm saying? I'm making sure that I'm working out. I'm making sure that I'm men- mentally and physically I'm ready for whatever. Life is going to take me next because that three minutes on stage at Broken Mike could be you- your next five minutes set somewhere else because somebody can see you. So that's why I'm always on my P's and Q's when it comes to the comedy stuff. And I learned that from you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, was- <laughs> hey. Hey. No, you... Yeah.
0: Yeah, you, you shut, you shut your lips, woman. I don't, don't need that. You just shut. I'm just kidding. I don't want somebody like, Did you tell that that that, that black woman? To be? Like, no, I did not stop it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I did, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, here, here I go. I'm blushing. Nah, I'm not, I'm not the, uh, y'all keep
1: me on my game. Y'all
0: keep me on my game. God. I'm not. I, I tried to avoid. Um, those moments where it's like, yeah, you know, that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, we try, we try, we try our best to um, accommodate and, you know, protect the ladies, um, protect the women as much as possible. Because at the end of the day, um, I, I, I recognize I have it bad. Um, uh, I've, I get to this debate a lot uh, when it comes to comedy. Uh, uh, um, when, I, I get, when it comes to comedy, um, because a lot of times uh, I had a friend who was like, yeah, it's easy for women in comedy. I say yes sometimes I say no. Sometimes it's easy on one hand because it's not that many of y'all. Um, so okay. the the rotation to be quicker if, if you've seen by the right people and you and you and and you're funny It's just bad on y'all at the same time. Um uh, because you deal with people deal with men who don't have pure intentions. And and not so much men, it's just young it's just like young men because they still have an experienced life that you know, for some yeah. Um, for some, you know, this is their this is how they make friends, you know. Um they, yeah. they're just getting in the game to, you know, to for, for the hangout. I'm here for the hang, you know. And, I, and I'm not talking about anybody yeah. in particular. Um, uh, I'm just up here, like, I'm talking about this guy, I'm not doing that. But um, I say this on the podcast, if you don't feel safe around a certain situation, um, uh, or there's a person that's around that um you don't particularly feel comfortable around, there's nothing wrong with being like, I don't feel comfortable around this person here. To the um to, guy to, right. to the guy or the girl, um, because we have men and women running shows, and be like, I don't feel comfortable, and <laughs> and see if they can right. either a leave the room or or whatever, uh, make make that be known, because um, safety is everything, and like I said, for me, um, I guess I have my own um pick, uh, quick, uh, my own uh, my own stock. Um, and this because for me, it's about my daughter. Um, yeah. when she starts getting into the game and starts performing, I, I, I want to make sure if I'm around, I, uh, I'm alive and well, and I'm still performing or whatever, you know, anything could happen. Um, I want to make sure that she's at least taken care of and that, you know, when they see her, you know, <laughs> like, oh, that's, oh, that's Mike B. That's, that's Mike B.'s daughter. And that's so much like, oh, that's Mike B.'s daughter. It's more like, yo, um that dude was a cool dude. Let's look out for her. Cause that's his daughter, you know, little stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what she do is what she do. Um, Peggy, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. Um, all right. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a joy, um, having you on and having this conversation, let the um people know how can get in contact with you. Hey, real quick. Um, you work out three to four day. T- they, they, you work out three or four times a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. so when I'm at home, usually what I do is I work out every day for about three or four hours. Mm -hmm. Um, I make sure that I run. Running is a big part of what I do to stay healthy. Like like most of the time I'm doing at an average of two miles every day, at least two miles. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there I'm working on like my core or my legs or whatever the case may be. Um, And then I also take one rest day, and my rest day is usually Saturday. So Saturdays you won't catch me like – Working out, I'll just be chilling on Instagram or doing something fun, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: for the oh. most part. But yeah. Okay, real quick, let the people know how they mm-hmm. can get in contact with you. What's, it, what's your social? What's the natural social security number? What's your social media and,
1: yeah. uh, and things <laughs> of that nature? Social. Yeah,
0: don't don't give me a oh, social right. so, social security number. We don't need that. I mean, unless you got good credit, so I'll my, take some of that. All my social media is the same. You
1: guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter on youtube my name is texter p-e-g-s-t-e-r-r underscore i have some funny stuff on my page if you want weight loss journeys goals anything like that i have all that stuff on my page i swear to you guys you will not regret it if you follow me check out your girl
0: oh, so so you on, are you on twitter too or are you just on um
1: yeah twitter is the same thing texter p-e-g-s-t-e-r-r Okay. all the same
0: stuff all right cool uh, real quick one more time give it up for uh miss Peggy banks one more time everybody uh, thank
1: you for having
0: me anytime anytime um thank you for just chatting and being a friend party is true all right Peggy get off my phone <laughs> all right all right hit me up man All right.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All, right. all right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Peggy Banks. Give it up for her one more time. Good, healthy conversation. Hope you enjoyed her. Um, as always, go in the description to uh, get all of your uh, <laughs> um, get all of your uh, Peggy Banks stuff. Everything that you want, all that you need. And we'll be right back on the open mic radio podcast. Uh, You know what? You know what I thought about? I thought I had another drop. But I don't know. But I don't know. I said, I thought I had another drop. But I don't know <laughs> But I don't know I thought I had another drop I do right here My name is Aiden Brown
1: My name is Aiden Brown
0: And you're listening to
1: A-O-S-T-O.
0: The Open Mic
1: Open Mic
0: Podcast 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 Podcast
1: Podcast Podcast
0: Well everybody that's that's the end of the show thank y'all again for listening hope y'all enjoyed everything as always ones and twos share the show like the show comment on the show um hope y'all had a good, good time hope y'all enjoyed the conversation I'd like to have a good conversation um let me know if we're friends on the instagram on the social media or anything you can comment and i'll read it we can facebook and i'll read it help me improve this this product that i'm making right now Uh, There's a lot of shows that I'm recording ahead of time. So because of that, you know, um, anything that you put out there um, may not be read until like mid-June or whatever. But you know what? I'm a content creator. And being a content creator means you got to create content. You got to create content. Content. Create that content. Content. Create that content. You got to create it, y'all. Anyway, I had fun uh and uh till next time y'all hey
1: it's your girl Trady sade when i'm not hosting comedic relief at wonderland ballroom you can catch me listening to the
0: open mic radio podcast